What's going on, everybody? This is Devor, and just joined by Banks of America. This is the Not For The Bay podcast. We are live on Facebook and on YouTube. Uh, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and all other major streaming, streaming platforms. Also, be sure to go ahead and like our Instagram page and our Twitter page as well. Got a big show ahead of us this evening. Obviously, Deshaun Watson's interest in the Denver Broncos and also our 2021 top NFL receiver tandems. Banks, what's up, man? What's good, bro? <clears throat> it feels like it's been forever since I hollered at you. What's been going on with you? Shannon, man, just, uh, you know, Shannon. Okay. Just Shannon. That's what's up. Nothing new? Bro, uh, no, honestly, bro, just work. Uh, work has been hectic, bro. Like today, especially, man. Mm-hmm. It was very uh. Whew. I guess I guess COVID don't exist no more the way these people traveling these days, bro. I the negligence, and then we got a lot of social issues going on in the neighborhood. It's kind of heavy down for the most part of the week, but and we'll get that. We'll get to that on final thoughts. I don't want to somber the mood. We got a lot of good stuff to talk about. Plus, there's a good basketball game going on right now, too. So, we don't want to ruin it for anybody. Yes, as we speak, the current score right now for the Denver Nuggets and Phoenix Suns, it is 30-25 Phoenix uh, Mm -hmm. at this moment. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I guess first things first, man, your thoughts on the conference semifinals for the NBA right now. What's your mindset at right now, specifically the – the Brooklyn Nets and the Milwaukee Bucks. Series over. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nothing else to talk about, man. The series is done. The boys are missing, man. Brooklyn strikes fear in everybody. I guarantee it. Um, and it's not like Milwaukee's playing. I mean, I don't know how much I want to credit the Nets or do I want to discredit the Bucks because – the Bucks are losing primarily due to matchups. Like mm-hmm. it's, I, I can say it, I'm I'm so against the switching thing. Like I feel like it's kind of like I said, it's like a it's like a coward's defense. Like I feel like you should just designate certain people, foul trouble or not. This is your guy. You stay on him and focus on him for the game. We need you to focus on this individual. Uh, that's not happening that much more in the NBA because of the, the way that the, the three-point shot is being implemented in the game, um, and the way that the the Nets, you know, the, the Brooklyn Nets is pretty, pretty much uh, the, the Golden State Warriors times fifty. It seems like because I mean it's going to look a lot more easier for them because got, teams aren't even defending these guys, bro. It's like mm-hmm. how do you? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, bro. It's not fair, bro. Like it's like I'm going to be happy for this moment because I'm enjoying it for right now. But I can assure you, next year I'm not rooting for the Brooklyn Nets. I've already said that on my social media accounts. The Brooklyn Nets are my. If they win a championship, I gotta automatically root against them. The next year, that's just how I am. I don't normally root for back to backs or anything like that. I like to see diversity throughout the league. I like to see like now. I love the way the playoffs are structured now because. Walking out of this, there's a a very high likelihood that we're going to crown a team that has never won 
an NBA championship because a lot of the teams that are in the playoffs remaining and have is either they haven't won one in a very, very, very long time or they never won one. So that's something to be very excited about. Um, but we already know, bro. Like, I just feel like we're just counting down the days to the parade for Brooklyn, bro. Like, <laughs> M- M- Milwaukee's done, bro. Like, it's it's not good. Like, I was arguing with a friend on Facebook. It's it's never good when your best player can't shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. And and that's what Giannis is. Like, he's a very good player. He can play the game very well. You know, he can he got good handles. Um, I mean, you you name it. Um, but he can't shoot, bro. And uh, he, he can't shoot. And when you can't shoot, that's a problem. So teams are – it's almost like the LeBron James effect. Again, not to throw LeBron on the bus or anything like that, but what it is is what it is. Teams were defending LeBron back in the day, they say maybe close to 10 years ago. The way that they defend LeBron now is they, they actually give much more respect. What's up, G-Money? What's up? They actually respect LeBron's uh, jumper now because of the fact that he actually can – you could get hot for the three-point line now, whereas back in the day, you weren't able to say that about LeBron James. That you could just literally back off ten feet and just let him shoot because you didn't try. He didn't. He didn't even trust his jumper, bro. Like it was just terrible. Now that LeBron has confidence, you're not trying to give LeBron any space. Like you still respect his jumper, but you know you kind of like okay, I gotta defend it. With Giannis, there's no there's no perimeter threat whatsoever. Like. So it's gonna. It requires all the other teams to get their their role players even more involved. I, I, that's why I gotta give I gotta give credit where credit is due with the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, not the Milwaukee Bucks, the Philadelphia 76ers, because at least with with the Sixers, they they it a lot like Embiid's dominance and presence down low, kind of hides and masks Ben Simmons' inability to shoot the ball. But. Brooklyn, I mean, uh, the, the Bucks don't really have a low post threat anymore like that. Like, Brooklyn is a, a perimeter threat now. Like, he's he's not a banger anymore. Like, you see him at the three-point line now, all because of the way Giannis is. You got to play mm-hmm. to Giannis' style. So, long this long story short, sum it all up, the Nets are pretty much going to get done with this. I think they're going to walk away with both games in Milwaukee. They're going to end it on Milwaukee's floor. But Milwaukee may end up through the home court and maybe Brooklyn having a bad night shooting or fouls. They may walk with one, and then and then Brooklyn ends it in Brooklyn. But this series is done. Like it's it's not even going to be close. It's done. G money, you came in at the perfect time because I was uh, extremely interested to hear what you had to say as far as the Milwaukee Bucks in this series versus the Nets. Since Banks is all Banks is done, so go ahead. You have the floor, my friend. Yeah, I was completely wrong. I thought that Milwaukee <laughs> would put up a better challenge. It's not it's not the fact that they lost. They it's fine, but the way that they played, they played with no heart, no passion. They just looked outmatched and outclassed. And I, I thought that they would at least make it a challenge. Now, if they win game three, if they let's say they win both games in Milwaukee, they still wouldn't have a chance. They I I don't see Milwaukee beating this team or even challenging them. Um I was wrong. As far as anybody else after Milwaukee, Utah or maybe the Clippers can give the Nets a challenge. That's about it. Because I, I really – I thought that even without James Harden, their their ball movement and their efficiency on offense is just amazing. Like the way they move the ball, the way they cut to the basket. It's Joe cool. Harris, you got you got the guy. It's, it's too much. It's too much for anybody to handle. Want, so I, I just thought sense. that Milwaukee – I'm sorry, G, but I just wanted to throw at it. Kevin Durant, bro. That that's all the Kevin Durant effect, bro. Like 
because of his presence on the floor, it makes it so much easier for everybody. I mean, you kind of talked about it a little bit on Facebook where you brought up the point, like, I, I want to put P.J. Tucker on him and da 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 It's like, bro, it's like he's the ultimate benefactor, bro. Like, there's no weakness to him, bro. Like, there's literally no weakness. In everybody else's game, you can kind of point out a weakness of any other player in the league. For the lack of even LeBron James, at some point you could point out a, a weakness. LeBron's weakness, in my opinion, would be the fact that he's not a consistent shooter. He can score, but if you he, you can't, you, I wouldn't I wouldn't rely on his jumper that much. But he can do everything else. But with Durant, everything can be. He's even playing defense, bro. Like he's getting blocked shots. He's he's boxing out, getting rebounds. He's getting assists. Like, bro, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. I'm him. actually really happy, though. I'm going to let you finish. But but you know what? Um, just speaking to that, him going to Golden State really helped. I think that when he was with uh, Westbrook and OKC, he spent so much energy trying to score the ball. So his defense, kind of, you kind of felt that he couldn't play defense, but he was like he spent energy on the offensive end. When he got to Golden State, he, he didn't have to score as much or control the ball. So his defense, he started to play more D. So I, I credit to Golden State for that because he's playing defense like – He's never played before the last five years or so. Um, yeah, man, Milwaukee doesn't have a chance. Right. I, I don't see it. Right. The only thing I would think is if if Giannis can get physical with him, because Giannis, what, is seven seven feet? If he can try to get physical with him, maybe, but even that still, I, I just don't see it. Here's the problem with that. If you get physical with him, he uses your physicality against you and puts you in foul trouble. He's going to get a call. Like that, there's, there's, it's just, bruh, like they're all, and that's what separates them even so from the Golden State Warriors, in my opinion. Like Golden State's primary scorers, they don't really, when you look back at it, they don't really get to the free throw line that often because they make a lot of their jump shots. So they don't really get to the free throw line. So you will, you will take a chance with that, letting them shoot a jumper, believe it or not. But we got, when you talk about the Brooklyn Nets, you got their three primary scorers. They're probably – they go to the free throw line almost more than anybody in the league every single year when you look at the statistics. So, Kyrie's so the there difference the difference between those two teams is that James Harden can control the ball and score, whereas Clay can just – is just mainly a scorer. So right, that's that's scorer. the big difference. But I, Hell yeah. But the, this year, because they didn't play together and they didn't play great defense – the Warriors came in and they were already established. So they, I think that next year and years to come, I think the, the Nets will get better and better. But I just think that the Warriors at first started out better because they actually played defense, but the Nets had to learn how to play D. So right. that's the difference between those teams, James Harden and the defense. Right. It, it just makes it, bro, it, it really does make it very difficult because James Harden can do everything. Kyrie can do everything, but he's a liability defensively. James Harden is considered a liability defensively, but they can all turn it up at one at, at peace. Like right now, we're seeing them shut down the 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 the, the Milwaukee Bucks for the most part. They're playing good defensively, um, right. so you got to give them credit for that. But I mean, they can go to the free throw line. They can shoot, bro. Like it's 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 very difficult, bro. Like I feel I actually feel sad for teams. Um, that are that gonna have to play the the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, because it, it's just nothing you can do. Only thing you can do is, like I said on Facebook, you can only hope and pray that Durant has an off night. That's that's the best thing for you. Durant has a bad night shooting, 
and maybe that trickles down, that lowers everybody else's confidence because their primary scorer, the go-to guy, isn't shooting well. And it's like, dang, Durant's not on the day, man. That's that's just but that's but, but you know what? Like, even if I think that even if he had a, a bad shooting night, they probably could still win. Absolutely. Even when he, if he had a bad shooting night. Yeah, they're just that good. Here's a bad shooting night for Durant. He struggled from the field, but he goes to the free throw line and still gets 20 points. As long as uh, if James comes back and he's handling the ball, he's being the point guard, he doesn't have to score at the end. Durant doesn't even have to score throughout the game. Just give him the ball in the fourth quarter and get out the way. They're just too good. They're, they're right. too good. Right. And that's what I meant, like, with the, with the Lakers comment, the, whatever. I think the Lakers defensively would have given them more fits because they they the, the Lakers turn it up and play defense. But the Lakers' issue when it would have been against if, – if Brooklyn and the Lakers were to play – the Lakers' issue would have been not only just health, but it's they don't have anybody that they can trust to consecutively hit shots. They're gonna the Lakers are gonna have issues scoring the ball if LeBron and AD is out on the floor. Whereas, so they go spurts without getting a shot, and making a bucket. That's another issue that that happened against with the Lakers with the Suns. They went a, a long straight a long amount of time not making shots. Whereas with Brooklyn, even their bench is coming off. <laughs> Even that bench, Shamit and the rest of those guys, like dude, God, Blake like, Griffin in, in game one, bro, Blake Griffin in game one had eighteen and fourteen rebounds. Eighteen and fourteen was out there dunking, like yo, this team is so unfair. And then one guy who's not even doing something who has potential, DeAndre Jordan. What if right. he gets off? This team is just too good. They just too good. They're right. Just too it's good. Just, and then yeah, Jeff yeah. Green is injured. It's just too well, good. But they don't need him. Like they don't, Jeff Green. Yeah. Is on the, that's a which a, a green de, de, deservingly so. Jeff Green deserves a ring. Like there's no argument about that. Like yeah, Jeff yeah, Green's yeah, story right. alone is very impressive. Like for him to come yeah. back, for him to even still be on the basketball court is amazing itself. But it, it's it's not fair, bro. Like this series is done. I, I feel like the I feel like the playoffs is over with now. Like we may get we may get a, a better matchup. Like who else can is come in? Who who else is there in the East right now? The Sixers may. The Sixers mm. may pose more of a threat they, because no, here's here's why here's why I'm gonna, I'm gonna just say this really quick. The reason why I think the Sixers may make it competitive, not saying win the series, but they may give them a hard time is because they match up defensively. When you look at the Sixers' startings, uh, their starters one through five, they're big, long, and athletic. Again. Can they consistently make shots? Uh, I, they, I don't they, see they them beating the Hawks. Hawks. I don't see them beating the Hawks. Yeah, I don't see oh, them beating no, the Hawks. They, Honestly, the Hawks got dogs all over, and they can no, score. They beat Hawks. They beat nah, Hawks. they, they don't have enough offense for the Sixers to be beating the Hawks. And, and Bead is not about to let uh, – what's the guy's name, uh, the center? Uh, Capella. 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 Listen, Embiid's going to get mad. He's upset. He didn't get that MVP. He played like it last night. Like he played like okay, y'all. y'all yeah, but they don't team. have a they don't have I'm enough feeling. shooting, and I think that Bogdanovich and you got all those boys in Atlanta. They're more talented. I told y'all to watch out for Atlanta after the Knicks series. Like they're they're more talented. I don't know. They're gonna have a hard trouble. Ben Simmons uh, gonna be the reason why they lose. Ben Simmons gonna be the reason why they lose. Twenty eight percent from the free throw that you can't you can't win like that. Okay. They're talented. They're talented scoring wise. Like scoring wise, they're talented, but they have gaps, bro. Like defensively, they don't they they don't do a good job slowing it down. So they don't make it easier for the Sixers to even, you know what I mean? They don't make it easy at all because 
They don't have to do any. They don't have to do much. They can take the the blueprint from what the Pistons did. Let Shaq score forty points. Let Embiid score forty points. Stop everybody else. That's it. That's how you beat them. Just well, like here's the problem with that playing Joker. Here's the problem. Here's the issue with that though. The issue with that is you got. We must have forgot that the Sixers still got Tobias Harris and he's playing great. It's not like he's he's not consistent. He's not consistent. But who else is scoring on that team though? Outside ben Simmons, of Tobias, Ben Simmons Harris. still for him not to be a good shooter, he still puts up almost twenty points a game. Yeah, yeah four, dude, he got four like... points a game too. Four, <laughs> four okay. points. No, you think this guy off the bench? What's his name? Uh, Shake, uh, Shake, yeah. Shake, Shake Milton. Milton. He's gonna score fourteen he's points not, every game. He's not no. doing that again. You, and that you're was gonna all get in the Steph Curry half. for twenty one. Nope. Yeah, nah, nah. So nah, look, it's at not enough. Not enough at the scoring box on that team. They're gonna have trouble with just Atlanta. Listen, looking at look, looking at the box score, right? I'm mean, just let's go off last game's box score. I'm looking at it right now. Tobias Harris and B had, played the same game, same way. The, 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 Tobias Harris had 22 points, and B had 40. Seth Curry had 21. That's that's the, the that doesn't happen often for Seth. That's that not gonna happen. That's not I gonna know, happen. but listen, guys, I'm telling y'all, man. The, 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 I, Let's just see. I mean, because I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to definitively say the Hawks are going to beat the 76ers. I still think the 76ers have the edge because of MB, but it's going to be hard for them. And then, and then if they get past the Hawks, there's no way in hell they beat in Brooklyn. That's not. Gonna I, I just, I just wanted to point out that Lou Williams only had six points coming off the bench uh, the other night, True. last night. Well, thing is, too, the Hawks are not going to beat the Hawks are not going to beat the Sixers. If they're having like last night, they had 17 turnovers and the Sixers only had seven. So well, that's again, that's where that defense, like I was saying, that's where that defense comes in. If the if the Hawks turn the ball over, and, they, and that's where the inexperience and all that stuff too shows. If the Hawks turn the ball over like this, you're putting up, you're giving more shots up to the Sixers. That's uh, the Sixers. that's true. So I don't know, man. I mean, and and, and the thing about it, the Sixers could have won this game by more. Because they didn't even shoot that great from the free throw line. They shot 63% from the yeah, free throw line. The Hawks, I, I don't think the Hawks are going to have 17 turnovers. And I think if they get hot, it's going to be hard for the Sixers to keep up with that. They don't have enough offense or scoring or shooting. Like Danny Green and Seth Curry are supposed to be the guys, and mm-hmm. they're not really playing consistent. Well, yeah, Especially Danny Green Danny has Green. been struggling. Yeah, Dan, yeah, Danny Green has been struggling. But that's I just feel like Danny Green is on his last legs for the most part. I think probably after this year. We may not even see Danny Green anymore. I think it's just going to be – he's going to serve more of that Kyle Korver role, like later in Kyle Korver's career where he was just there. Like, <laughs> but Kyle Korver was just shooting. He was still making the shots. Yeah, he was right. still making shots in his late 30s. Right. Yeah. I think that may just end up being Danny Green's next route. Like, he may, you know. I think he's best suited as a Kawhi sidekick. Right. Right, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I would agree with that. That's true. Yeah, best. But bottom line is, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and agree with G Money on this. I think it's over for the 76ers at this point. You gotta get, you gotta get some type of point production out of Ben Simmons if you plan on winning this series. Because I don't trust Seth, and I, de- I don't trust Shake Middleton to come off the bench in the second half and put up what he have 13 well, points. Won, right, but they won by 16, and Ben Simmons only gave you four. But they had them, like you said, the seventeen gonna, turnovers. Yeah, if, yeah. If clean up them tur- If they clean up them turnovers, it's let's say they have eight over. turnovers, just eight. That's they that's, win that game. Just eight. They win. They win that game. Yeah. 
Like, it's just, just too many perimeters. It's, it's too, too many, many perimeter yeah. shooters on that on that Atlanta Hawks team for them to lose. And then John Collins hey, playing power forward, he could shoot. You got Capella oh, getting rebounds. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough yeah, for them. Absolutely. They tough. still, you know, they have four guys that had double digits. The Hawks did. They had Bongadovic. They had Trey, of course. Or Herder is of course. They, all the guys that you expect to shoot the ball well did. Like that's that's just what they do. Like you expect Bongadovic to because he's a low key good shooter. Like a lot of people don't give him his credit he deserves. Trey Young got his yeah. points. You know, he got twenty one, which is a, a bad night for him. You can when you hold Trey Young to twenty one points, that's a good night defensively. I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> you hold Trey Young to under thirty, you're did good. Uh, I think Harden, he has to average twenty five to thirty points for them to yes, win the series. Absolutely, he, yeah, uh, yeah. He has to put at least 25, 30 points up every night to even. I mean, I'm just saying. I just feel. Hey, that, is that bench is not, not not as good as Atlanta's either. Atlanta's bench ain't that great. What? You got yeah, Bob, right. Bob Donovich coming off the bench. You got Lou Williams coming off the bench. Bob Donovich starts, doesn't he? No, no. He, what happens is he comes off the bench, but then he ends the game. But he's a bench player in the game. That's what happens. Oh well, that explains his that explains his uh his fourteen points. He played forty one minutes last night. Just FYI, he played for he played the most points out of anybody in the entire game. He he had forty one minutes last night, and, and the next closest was Tobias Harris, who had thirty seven minutes. So, well, actually, no, Trey Young had thirty eight minutes. So, I mean, Trey Young did who's guarding? Well. Who's guarding us? Uh, ben Simmons, Bogdanovich, right? Or Possibly. no? Oh, I forgot. I forgot about Gallinari. They got him too. He comes. Yeah, off the Gallinari bench coming off the bench. Yeah. I totally forgot about. He, he had twenty one points yeah. last night. Gallinari had twenty one. Yeah, I, and that's pretty good. In twenty six minutes, he scored twenty one points. That's pretty efficient. Like that's. Now you tell me that the the, the Philadelphia seventy six can compete with that bench. I mean, what well, the Sixers got some pretty good guys come on the bench too. They got. Well, I mean, it's not great, great, but I mean, you got George Hill who's effective. You know, they got. Uh, you said George Hill. I'm just saying, like, there's a <laughs> listen. The way Philly is, the, the way Philly is structured and designed, we know that they're going to do what they want to do is they want to shut you down defensively. That's Doc Rivers' primary thing that he wants to do with all his teams. He wants you to play defense first. So, I'm just saying, don't think that Philly can't put up points. That's what I'm trying to say. Because again, Ben Simmons only had four points in 35 minutes. I feel if we can get the if we can at least get a more aggressive Ben Simmons. If Ben Simmons is more aggressive than he was, it's a problem for for. Atlanta. But that's it's the thing, rap, though. When are you gonna when are you gonna make that turn? True, you, yeah, you, true. bro, you six ten. Nobody can guard you. Go to the rim. Go to the rim. If you right, don't want to shoot, you can't shoot. Go to the rim. Back back dudes down. Have them double team you. Kick it out for a three. You got to do something. You can't just stay there and get four points. You can't do that. You can't win like that. Right. Yeah. And, absolutely. I agree. To counter that argument that you had about Doc Rivers and his defense, tell Banks G Money what what uh, Doc Rivers' philosophy is on defense: no threes and no layups. Right. They can do. They can shoot the midi. All of them can shoot the midi. You mean the guys on Atlanta, right? Yeah. Yes, the guys on Atlanta can shoot the midi, so they can counter that. They don't. They ain't worried about not getting no threes and no layups. They can shoot I, that it, midi. I just want to make sure I understand. I'm not saying the Hawks are going to beat them. I'm just saying it's going to be tough for Philly. That's all I'm saying. I don't think the Hawks win this series. I think they're going to go at least seven. I mean, at least let me say at least six. I don't think the Hawks are going to win this series. 
I don't trust their young players. I don't trust the coach. I just feel like Doc is going to outcoach them and figure it out. You know, they have what Kenny Atkinson is also on their coaching staff and everything. Like, bro, I don't think that Atlanta's going to get out of this, bro. I mean, I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, hey, it is what it is. I think they're a year away. I think maybe right, next year you can see them. Yeah, maybe. They, yeah. They they need a they need a, the Atlanta needs another legitimate scoring threat. Like all the other guys that we named are pretty much guys that have. That's Gallinari. Gallinari is not bro. Gallinari is thirty something years old now, bro. He's not the same guy. He's hey, not that. He, he was an all star at one point. So like Gallinari right. is that He's dude. Thirty two though, bro. Like what are we expecting from Gallinari, who's already not an athletic like that anyway? Hey, like, he's coming up the like, bench shooting tw- shot 21 points. That's all had, you need. He's had a good career. Like he, like I said, he's had a good career, but that's not that's not trip. The two games before that, based on what I'm looking wait, at. Wait, wait, more. Yo. Let me ask you something. I'm sorry, Banks. Uh one second. So you're saying Atlanta's gonna beat Philly? That's what you're saying? Yes. Okay. F- Philly's F- Philly's window of opportunity to win the championship was when Kawhi Leonard shot that unbelievable three at the end of uh, what? How many playoffs? Game seven. Game seven. Two years ago. Yep. That was that was that was the window of opportunity for Philly. It's over for them. I think I think they should have kept Jimmy Butler and gave away Tobias Harris. I think that was a bad choice. But you know. Yeah. I think I I think keeping the the Tobias is better because Tobias is a better, more effective, efficient shooter. Like to Tobias Harris can really shoot the ball man. and like, could create his own shot. I right. just don't Jimmy like Butler, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler has the main knock on Jimmy Butler is the fact he just he has bad game shooting, bro. Like he can't <laughs> shoot. Like he get hot though. Like when he get hot, he up there. Like it's up. But well, why? Why not keep both of them? Why? Why not keep? If they would have kept the whole team squad, they could have came back and challenged for a championship in 2020. I thought they were that good. It could have been a situation when, because again, Jimmy Butler's one of his besides his his on the court deficiencies, his off the court issue was they said he was not a good teammate to get along with. So they may have felt like Jimmy Butler was being like a cancer or toxic to what they're trying to build in that culture. So mm, I just think they're you know, sensitive because he came to Miami and instantly enjoyed the culture and became a great well, teammate. Because, so I think. But, Minnesota and Philly are sensitive, sensitive organizations. Right, right, but that's because come in. Look who, look who's, We're talking about Miami, bro. Pat Riley breathes and lives that life that Jimmy Butler's on. Like, right, right. That's right. that's the, just. How then they, then you the think? Game. Then you think Richardson? Oh, he went to the Mavericks. I forgot. Keep forgetting his first name. I don't know why I want to call him Jason Richardson, but um, Josh, Josh Richardson, Josh Richardson. Don't you think he's the same kind of player as Jimmy Butler? No, hell no. No, no. no. He's just a better shooter. That's all. He's a better shooter, shooter, but Jimmy Butler's a better player. Yeah. I'm talking about like the style of player, not better player. No. no, You don't think the same style? No. You don't think so? No, No, not at all. As far as being on that team. No, no, no. No, man. You can't compare that. No, you can't compare that. I'm sorry, but as far as being a No, listen, Jimmy, listen, listen. Jimmy Butler is a step below superstar. He's not a superstar, right. but he's, he's I wouldn't very even great. put him in. I wouldn't he even put him in the conversation he's for a star. Josh Richardson can't, can't carry a team. He's all, but he's still he's young though. I feel like he could develop into being a star. Oh no, bro, I, no I, I think Winslow way, was better than Josh. First Richardson. off, first off, Josh Richardson can't even create his own shot like that, bro. Like, but that's what Jimmy Butler was when he was in Chicago. No, Jimmy Butler's no, a way can't. better. That's not, that's not a good comparison. When he first got to Chicago, he was a role player. 
No, he was three and D. That's what his role was. Exactly yeah. what Richardson yeah. is right now. No, no, no he's not, that's bro. not the same. No, no, he's, he's not a three and D guy right now. Oh no, no. no. he's a shooter, d- defensive guy. That's what. Yeah, that's what yeah. he's supposed three to be. <laughs> define, um, define three and D for me, please. You cannot not carry. It's not. It's not him. Yeah, Bruce you Bowman. cannot carry a team. Yeah, he's not. Jimmy Butler can't carry no team. Josh he did Richardson. Last Josh Richardson's energy ain't out there le- inspiring his team to like Jimmy Butler's play is inspiring, bro. Like you get yes, you get fueled uh, okay. by the way Jimmy Butler plays. I, no, I, okay. Let me no. let me rephrase it. As far as being a young developing player and, no. and Richardson, no, he cannot be no. what what no. Jimmy Butler is. No, you don't First think he's he not a good rebounder. He doesn't pass the ball well as as Jimmy. No, you can that's a bad comparison. Well, you can you can make this a poll question because I'm telling you right now, you're gonna get destroyed. If this, destroyed. I'm talking about early on in Jimmy Butler's no. career, that's what Richardson no. was. No, 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 no. I'm I'm polling it. Listen, this is a, this is a Bulls <laughs> no. fan. He, he, no, no. I'm polling it. I'm definitely polling no. it. No, I am polling <laughs> it. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Uh over the weekend. I know we ended up having a discussion about Julio Jones' possible trade destinations last Wednesday. Uh, obviously, the uh, Tennessee Titans was probably one of the top candidates. Um, but over the weekend, it was actually official. Julio Jones ended up getting traded to the Tennessee Titans. Uh, the trade was for a 2021 second and fourth round pick. And the Houston, the Tennessee Titans also had to give up a sixth round pick too as well. Any thoughts on that? Go ahead, Banks. I just, but I know I looked on the look on Banks's face. I just want to shout out. Uh, I want to shout out Quinte on Saturday. He said uh, Julio to the Tennessee Titans, so I guess he got that right. Um, that just came out of nowhere. I thought he would go to a contender. Hey, I mean, the, the Titans are. They're in the middle. They're in the middle of the road. Good team, but not a threat to win win it all. I don't. Oh but hey, God. that's what he. I, I don't know. I don't know if he had any any say on the trade. Probably not. But um, that just came out of nowhere. Tennessee, like I didn't. I never thought that. I really thought he was going to the Dolphins, the Patriots. He could even. He could have even went to the Denver uh, Denver Broncos. Sorry. Um, Tennessee came out of nowhere, and not that that's bad. It's good for them, but. Does it make them Super Bowl contenders? Not. Banks, go ahead, get that hate off your chest. I really don't have nothing to say about this situation. Personally, I feel like, I feel like the the all right. To be fair, the Titans are a good team, right? They're they're a good team. They are a contender, in my opinion. They're a contender. They're a serious contender. They're a dark horse for the most part. The Titans' real issue wasn't the offense last year. It wasn't the offense. It was the issues. The, the issues was the defense. So, so Julio Jones goes from a team where they still had defensive, goes to another team that still has defensive issues, but you're expecting to win a Super Bowl with that team. Two things: I don't trust Mike Vrabel. A. B. I don't trust their defense. I'm gonna keep reiterate. Ridd- Ridd- well, three points. I don't trust Ryan Tannehill, but we're going to get on Tannehill in just a second. <laughs> it's no knock. <laughs> it's no knock. It's 
no knock on the Titans at all. They're a good team. But again, they're going if you're not trying to get better than the Kansas City Chiefs, you're wasting your time. This move Who's better than the this, Chiefs right now. I mean in the hardly AFC. anybody, hardly anybody, but that's the point I'm making. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like to the Titans just didn't make sense. Like yeah. I, I mean, look again, look at your quarterback. I think it really came down to that, that connection with Darren Henry and Julio Jones being Alabama guys, they get along very well, but they both work together and train together in all season. That's why they're both jacked and freaking chiseled. Like they look, I can't lie to you, they look like Greek gods, how those two guys look outside of the uniform. They look amazing. So I think that whole connection is going to be great. I, I hope to God that Ryan Tannehill does right by Julio Jones. That's the only thing I hope because this is by far. Julio Jones, uh, Ryan Tannehill's best receiver he has ever had in his life. So there's no more excuses for Ryan Tannehill. I just want to throw that out there to somebody that's up there in the top left. There's no more excuses for Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill needs to get the job done because all we heard last year and the year before that is Ryan Tannehill does not have no legit weapons. The Titans receivers are underrated. I'm not obviously that overrated. Wait, what, what's what's good. what's get the job? What's getting the job done? Like, what's the Super Bowl plateau or the getting to the, the Super Bowl? Bowl. Getting nah, to the Super Bowl. Getting to the Super Bowl for the Tennessee Titans because we've already seen them get to the AFC Championship game. We've seen it. True. We've seen I, it. I just don't they, think we know you can get there. We don't. They're they're, no, they're 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 a contender team. If the, I put it this way: if the Tennessee Titans defense decides to show up more this season, they will be. In the late rounds of the playoffs, they will be there because they're a good team. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. Like they're a good team, and as long as you got Derrick Henry at running back, you got a, you got a legitimate shot every single year. I'm, honestly, in my opinion, uh, Cleveland, uh, Baltimore, Buffalo, maybe all better than the Titans right now. In my opinion, yeah, I agree. I, I, those teams, in my opinion, are better. I mean, with I mean, I still I feel like Cleveland the hype train is still there with them. I'm still. Not trusting Baker Mayfield like that yet. We'll have to see. Hopefully, the Cleveland does stay consistent with it. They, I still feel like it's all hype with Cleveland right now. They, they they don't have they they still don't have enough room to talk right now until they until we see more productivity out of them and at a consistent basis. Because we gotta remember 10, 10, 15 years ago, twenty years ago almost, the Cleveland Browns had another shot and they were really good. And then every year after that, they was terrible. So let's just hope they figured it out. But the Titans gonna be all right. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna give Brian Tannehill that much respect. Like you you showed us that you can get to the AFC Championship game. Now that you have Julio Jones, which is arguably still the best receiver in the NFL, you have to get the damn job done. Point blank, period. Because if Julio Jones would have went to Lamar Jackson's Baltimore Ravens, we know what that would have been said next. Lamar got to get the job done if he got Julio Jones. Um, so just FYI, or if he would went to Dallas, Dak Prescott got to get the job done. He got Julio Jones. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So I'm going to put that same amount of stress on Ryan Tannehill. He better get the damn job done. Period. Go ahead, boy. Go ahead. I know you want to go in. Go ahead, bro. Like, thanks. I thought I'm like seriously. Like, I thought we we were past this this Ryan Tannehill hate that you have against him. I don't like, hate him. I don't hate him. He's just overrated. Like he's like, not. Bro, that how great. is he overrated? Like he's probably been one of the most hated players in Miami Dolphins history and then he well, goes to the, for the Dolphins. That's, he that's, goes to the Tennessee Titans everybody expects him to be a backup except me and then 
He comes out and takes the Tennessee Titans to the conference championship. And then wait, we come wait, hold off. Hold on. Stop. Okay. See, this is. I'm going to cut you off. <laughs> no. Let he me didn't finish. take them. He let didn't take finish. them. That defense and no. Derrick no. Henry. No. Derrick Henry had no, 200 yards rushing the game in the playoffs. No. Vor, 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 he was a game manager, though. He didn't bro, take it. No, 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 no. Hey, He's a game manager. It, come on. Hey, it does not. You know what a, the definition of a game manager is? Is that boy Trent down there Gilford. in Dallas with that star in his helmet? He That's a game no, manager. That's not a game manager. Ryan hey. Tannehill was not even a starting quarterback. You're right, he wasn't. But tell me why. You still have not told me why. The Tennessee <laughs> Titans was sub 500 when Marcus Mariota was in the lineup. And since Ryan Tannehill been in the lineup, they've been above 500. You have not been able to tell me that for a game manager to come in like that, and for you to and for you to be a five hundred team and go to the conference championship, you got to be more than that. You got to be more than well, that. Well, maybe because Ryan Tannehill came out there and threw a touchdown pass, and then it gave his team confidence. Like, oh, okay, we can play for this. Bruh, he I went out and tell you this, bro. He went out and beat the Chiefs. How you gonna sit here and call him a game manager if he beat the Chiefs? All right, question for you. And Derrick Henry was on the bench. Question for you. Question for you. Wait, yes. Ryan, Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill was the cause behind that? Tennessee's defense was the cause of that, man. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Tennessee's they were down, defense was they ridiculous. They were down in the fourth quarter. They were down in the fourth quarter. Tannehill let them down the field and scored a touchdown. So how are you going to put that on big 2-2? Two, two, and how are you going to put that on the Tennessee Titans defense? Yes, the Tennessee Titans defense, they played their f- part by holding them to for the Tennessee Titans offense be able to get a, get an extra possession, but still Tannehill went down the field and did his job. You be the main one to sit back and be talking about Tom Brady and how he be leading his team down the field, but you don't want to give my boy Ryan Tannehill his credit. So don't stop with this disrespect as far as Ryan Tannehill being a game manager. A game manager is somebody that doesn't screw the game up. Ryan Tannehill, when he comes into the game, he doesn't miss wide open passes like that boy down there in Dallas. He makes he makes he takes advantage of his opportunities. That's what he does. So let's let's go ahead and dead that right now. So don't discredit him for taking the, t- the Tennessee Titans to the conference championship. What, That's what number year, one. What year, what year are you referring to? Are you talking about the 2019 season? Yes, the 2019 season. What oh. happened last season? Mm-hmm. What happened last season? Hey, it came down to the wire in Baltimore. The Baltimore was a very good team. Okay, Ryan so t- are you talking about the regular season matchup, Chiefs versus Titans? Yes. Okay, so I'm, let me just throw this out there because I'm looking at the stats right now. Okay? Look at it. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm going I'm to be, be backing my points up with evidence and facts. Okay? Back it up. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> Let's take a look here. Ryan Tannehill, he had 19 pass attempts, 13 completions, 181 yards passing, two touchdowns. Okay. That is the definition of managing the fucking game. How is that a a definition of managing the game? That is an excellent balance between running and passing the ball. Yeah, but he's not throwing the ball 25, 30 times a game. He's not 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 game manager. He's throwing the ball 30 times a game. That's that's the point. That's what I'm saying. Time out. Just real quick. Just real quick. Because we are talking about the Kansas City Chiefs, which, again, they were notoriously terrible on defense, especially this year. Just, just want to point this out. You said Derrick Henry's on the bench, right? 
Yes. No, oh, in that what? final drive for the Titans to go down the field and score, he was on the bench. Devor, Derrick Henry's <laughs> impact was already made in the damn game, bro. He had 23 attempts, but they 188 down. yards. But they were down. touchdowns, bro. But they were down. Oh who God, who threw the ball? Derrick Henry did not throw oh the ball. Oh, my God. He threw the ball 19 times, Ron. That's not, that's not enough it doesn't to say matter. He's, the, he's the reason why. This the man running. ran the ball 23 times. It doesn't matter. 185 yards. Hey, he controlled the game. Hey, this is, this game. is what I have a hard time understanding oh. with some fans like, why, like, if you can't stop the run, why are we going to try to throw the ball on you? If if we're if that's we're what I'm saying, they're not going to the they're not going to give the him the ball to throw because he's a game manager. His, no. It's going to be fifteen to twenty five. That's how many. That's how. Nah, that's how many you can't do that. Nah, you can't do that. The, you can't. Looking do that. back at this game, the can the Kansas City Chiefs literally beat themselves. Literally. It doesn't matter. Literally, it, it, see, that the excuses. Look, look at this game. I'm looking at the stats. I'm looking at the stats. I'm looking at the stats, Well, in the conference the championship, the Gray Bay Packers literally beat themselves. Uh, in, the, in, the, in the conference semifinals, they did. The, the New Orleans Saints literally beat themselves. No, Nobody asked Aaron Rodgers not to capitalize on four Tampa four Bay turnovers. Buccaneers turnovers. That's Aaron oh Rodgers' fault. God. Not nobody else's. Oh Not nobody else. Nobody asks Drew Brees. I agree. Can you give – and then can you just give my man his credit? That's I all did. I ask for. I What's the one with saying he's a game manager? That's, that's good for him. No, no that's disrespectful. I, no, that's, that's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. That's very no, disrespectful. I, I, listen, listen. Well, let me say something. I think he's better than the guy in, in Dallas, in my opinion. I think Ryan Tannehill is better than him. So, yeah. That's I, not, gave okay, props, okay, I gave okay. you the ultimate props by saying – they should be in the Super Bowl, right? I said that's how, how much better do you want him to be? No, all you I said not, was, no, don't all nah, I said you, was, you started this whole thing off with <laughs> I don't like Ryan Teddy. I don't believe in Ryan Teddy. That's what I you don't. said. That's what you said. But he showed you two back-to-back seasons that he could oh be very, God. very efficient for the Tennessee Titans. Let me oh read you the 2021 num- 20 numbers for oh you for Ryan Tannehill. 3,819 passing yards, 33 touchdowns, and seven interceptions. Does that sound like a game manager to you? Oh, boy, listen. Okay. I, I You know what? Yeah. I don't wish injury on nobody, but I really – I kind of want to see Derrick Henry to be out for a couple games, not for the season or anything like that. But I really want to see Derrick Henry go down for a little bit, just maybe rest or something like that. And because we we know, we know like teams have been on record saying about the Titans, we know who we have to stop. When you put the game in Ryan Tannehill's hand, you do not win. It's it's obvious. Are you it's, serious? It's on re- he yes. can't throw the ball thirty five yes. times a game and win. Yes, they're not going to let them do that. You if you have almost four thousand yards. You cannot be a game manager. Okay. So what is he then? What is he then? He is a top five quarterback. You're in saying, oh, my he's God. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I'm going to walk off the, I'm gonna walk off the <laughs> set right now. When you, when, you have, when you have the threat of a home run hitter, literally every time Derrick Henry oh touches the rock, there's a 99% chance he's going to go all the way for a touchdown every time. When you have Derrick Henry in your backfield – you should have at least 5,000. Listen to this. Listen to this. Tom Brady is getting it done with no running game. And he almost put up 5,000 yards passing with no running game. You get Ryan Tannehill, the best running back in the league. Bro, next discussion, bro. 
Who's your top five? That's the you, you, you come on, bro. bro. Don't ask the boy that question, bro. Because his, his top five quarterback list is gonna shock. Hey, me. don't worry, G-, G Money. That list is coming soon. Oh my that god, that list bro. is coming oh soon. <laughs> but Ryan Tannehill, the last two years, is a top five quarterback. Oh. <sighs> top five game manager. Man, you just hate it too. I already I'm know, how, this. I know, I know <laughs> how this panel go. Shake money a fucking hater on Ryan Tedhill. Begs a hater on Ryan Tedhill. I'm not a hater. To, I'm, I'm going to have to ask you, add you to the list. But I'm pretty sure you be wanting Ryan Tedhill in Philadelphia right now. Woo. Uh, okay. Whatever you say, Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but since, since, to piggyback off of uh, the Julio Jones trade at the Tennessee Titans, I just wanted to attribute this to as far as the best wide receiver tandems in the NFL. Now in 2021, it's prediction time. Who do y'all think will be the best receiver tandem in, in the NFL in 2021? They still got Landry and um, OBJ in Cleveland. Yes. I go with them if they're healthy. Uh tough man we got some really good tandems man i don't want to be a homer by saying the rams because we my, my receivers don't what the rams like they're right. not even <laughs> in the top 10 like not even in the top that's what 15. i was gonna say that's what i was gonna say oh, for, them to be, for them not to be elite level receivers and not athletic like that they still get the job done that's just what it is they're they're they're, they're you said a tandem right together they do they dominate that's just what it is but we're not going to mention them because they're they're not highlight play guys they they're, they're 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 garbage players. Oh my freaking god, bro! Did you just call Robert I'm say Woods? Garbage. You just called Robert garbage. Woods and Cooper Cup garbage. Are you serious? Cooper Cup is your best receiver, and he's a slot guy at best. Uh, anyway, and Brandon uh, Cooks took off a lot of that pressure for <laughs> Cooper Cup too. Woo. Anyway, uh I don't know, man. I mean. Minnesota still got Adam Thielen and uh, what you call it, right? Van Jefferson. Van Jeff, not Van Jefferson. Um, um, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm probably going to go ahead and either go with that tandem or Mike Evans and uh and uh what's the guy's name? Chris Godwin. You guys weren't thinking that one, huh? Uh, that was and- that was that was obviously that was obviously on the list. I thought y'all was gonna go outside the box and give me like a dark horse or something, but no, you said who's the best tandem? Why would I give you a dark horse? You're trying to say who's the best? Okay, give me a dark horse. I mean, my dark horse would probably end up being like I said, my dark horse would be somebody like DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett or somebody. That's like- not a dark horse. That's that is obvious. a dark horse. They're not. They're not. They, oh, oh. Okay, they my both dark horse- caught over a thousand yards last my dark- year. <laughs> my dark horse would be the the Dolphins. Uh, the best and uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Devontae Parker and Will Fuller. Yeah. Or what about those receivers out in Denver, bro? Denver, Denver got some legit weapons. Yeah, Denver, Denver do got some legit the receivers. Dallas Cowboys too. Dallas got some sleepers too. Uh, okay, so how about how about Cincinnati T. Higgins and Jamar Chase? I like that. Oh, that's, that's I, I like that too. Like that's that. nice. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. nice. You know yeah. what? I'm a Cincinnati fan. That. baby. Just let y'all know right now. I'm, gonna say, I'm, a, I'm picking Cincinnati every game. Uh, next year, he's going to be a Chicago Bulls fan, a Chicago Bears fan. Then he's going to be a, no, no, a Seahawks no, fan. It changes every year. No, 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 no. Javor knows ever since Joe Burrow has came into this league, I've, I've been very high on Joe Burrow. Yeah. I am yeah. going to be 
a Cincinnati Bengals fan next year. I've never rooted for them ever. But now I, they got the, the best young quarterback in the game. He the has world. to stay healthy. I wish he could stay healthy. That's the only thing. Yeah. We're going to see that offensive line gets a little bit better. Joe Burrow is going to be the man, baby. Pro Bowl year. Pro Bowl year. Book it. We're going to talk about that later in one, one of these episodes. Pro Bowl year. Book it for Joe Burrow. Book it. They about to put up a lot of points with every season. He got a lot of competition in that division. No, you okay. don't. Well, well, yeah, let, me, let, me ask, let me ask y'all this. The potential of a DeAndre Hopkins and the A.J. Green in Arizona. Oh, snap. I forgot Ooh. about that. Nah. AJ Green watch, bro. I think that's done. He only 32. He the same age as Julio Jones. Mm. Mm. Nah, he, but he's not as good as Julio Jones, so nah. Mm, and his prime he was. Just just to read the stat line from last year, 47 catches, five, 523 yards. We got a question in the chat. Donovan Hendler from YouTube. I'm a Bears fan, but I'm a 5'9", 120-pound and cornerback and quarterback. Do you think that's a good combo? Because a vertical threat on and off and the defense, that is good. I'm very fast and almost the fastest in the state. I mean, yeah. I mean, you got to believe yeah, in yourself. Yeah, that's a great competition. Yeah, yeah, man, you got to believe in yourself. I'm not going to get on here and knock you publicly, bro. I believe in you if you believe in yourself. As long as you believe in yourself, bro, we believe in you, man. Go get it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and knock you. Look, if you got potential to be a good corner, I'm not going to knock you. Wish you the best of luck. Love to have you on the show, though. Right, absolutely, man. You know, he he did say, he also said uh, Fields is better than, than Burrow. That's a hell no, but okay. <laughs> I mean, Donovan. Listen, I like you, bro. I really wish you the best in your future endeavors, but you're wrong on that point. Yeah, you're wrong. I like Fields now. Don't get it twisted. Fields, my guy, but he ain't no Joe Burrow. I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, Donovan. Like, I haven't seen, I haven't seen Justin Fields play on an NFL level yet, so I can't really voice my opinion on that. Joe Burrow is going to the yeah, top soon to say, year. Too soon to say. I don't I don't I don't compare I don't compare college prospects to NFL players. Joe Burrow is going to the playoffs next year with the Cincinnati Bengals and the Pro Bowl. Book it. I, I don't I don't know about that, brother. I'm telling you, that competition in that division, the Steelers, Ravens, and, and the Browns, they got to do with all that. It's gonna be hard. Cincinnati hard. Bengals going to the playoffs. Joe Burrow. Okay. Joe Burrow is gonna lead them boys. To the playoffs. Let, let me let me go ahead and top this off with the last topic, right? Because I know we end up having a discussion earlier about who's going to end up being able to compete with the Kansas City Chiefs. So Kareem Jackson was on Akib Talib's podcast today, uh Catch and Fade, the Catch and Fades podcast with Akib Talib. That's and, a dope name. And he stayed and yeah. he stated that he talks to Deshaun Watson on the regular. So one of the quotes that you caught in the podcast was Deshaun Watson wanted Kareem Kareem uh Kareem Jackson to put in the good word with the Denver Broncos to get him in Denver. So honestly, in my honest opinion, even without Deshaun Watson, I feel like the Denver Broncos are, are going to be contenders. Period. Absolutely. Yeah, because absolutely. you look at you look at the Denver Broncos defense in general, I feel like they're 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 built to stop Kansas City. Yeah, I, 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 I can see that. that. I can see that, especially if Von Miller comes back healthy and he can, you know, create pressure. Um, yeah, I, I can see that. But I don't. But can think, they beat them? 
Yes. Can they beat them? You think so? Okay. I I feel like if they went after, I mean, and of course, this is Deshaun Watson we're talking about. I mean, hello. Um, but I I hate to see Denver give up on Drew Locke so early. I really feel like that kid could play. Yeah, but if you could get Deshaun Watson, you could wait oh, yeah, on Drew Locke, brother. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they're, they're instant they're Super Bowl contender lock if they have Deshaun Watson. Right. You're, they're not. They're not. They're Drew Locke will probably end up being traded to Houston for Deshaun Watson. Like, Drew Locke is not going to sit there behind Deshaun Watson. He's too good for that. And I feel like he he deserves a shot to at least prove himself because I feel like he did pretty good before his injury last year. He was doing okay. I mean, Denver is still learning the game. Um, looking at his numbers last year, I mean, he was 16 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. I mean, that's a given. It's only his, it's only his third year in the league right now. Um, yeah. So let, let's let's you know let's see let's see what we can get out of him. Honestly, let's see. I just wanted to point out the fact that because I'm looking at what Donovan said, the Bucks are built to stop Kansas City. As far as the secondary is concerned, it ain't looking like uh, Denver's secondary right now. Remember, they ended up drafting Patrick Sertain in 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 this in this past draft. They end up having Kyle Fuller come back. Um, so they have three three decent good corners on the outside. Justin Simmons is there, and Banks just said something about Von Miller being able to come back. Bradley Chubb on the opposite side. Right. And they ended up drafting a speed linebacker and Brandon Browning in the in, in the 2021-20 draft. And we so, haven't even we haven't even seen those. And, and we didn't even mention the best part of them. Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton, bro. Like yeah, shoot, you got Ken Hamler yeah. and you still got Ken Hamler and no, you got you Noah Fan. No, yeah, like look at it. Come on. And then you went out and got uh the dude from North Carolina, the running back, uh Javante. Like, right, come yeah. on. Like that, that, that yeah, team, Denver, that, Denver that's has a, a good team. team. Yeah, that's yeah, a they're, good gonna, team. Yeah, they're gonna have a good team. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I, I, I agree. They, 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 they are a dark horse contender for playoffs if Drew Locke can be productive. Now, we definitely, if they and somehow end up getting Deshaun Watson, it's a definite guarantee they're going to the playoffs. That's a guarantee. Which I would love to see that because Matt, Matt, uh, Patrick Mahomes will finally have. Some competition over there in that division in terms of quarterback play. He'll finally have some competition because when you, you think about that, let me ask you something. Like Herbert, I, I got a question though. Well, it's, again, it's uh, the jury still out. Go ahead, uh, G. The, the Broncos was that one of the de- uh, destinations for uh, Aaron Rodgers or no? Yes. Yeah. Oh, if he goes there, they, they they might be a lock for a win for the Super Bowl. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers ain't going nowhere. He's just he's just you don't talking think so. Crap. Nah, okay. not this year, not this year at least. I'll be surprised. Yeah, but this, this might year, be his right? last year to be great. Yeah, but they, they, listen, Tom Brady has proven that Father Time is can be postponed temporarily. Temporarily, there's still it's Tom, Aaron Rodgers is still young enough to throw the ball, but behind a good offensive line because I feel like that really helped out Tom Brady last year was the level of play that Tampa and the offensive line had last year. They did really well protecting mm-hmm. him. So as long as you can protect Aaron Rodgers. Which Green Bay has been on the you know up and down with that, you know Aaron Rodgers can still throw the ball. He can still play, man. His, his numbers didn't. His numbers. He won MVP last year, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. So, I mean, what are we talking about, man? <laughs> what are we? What are we talking about, bro? Like, <laughs> he won MVP. Like, no, bro. Like, no. That's like the ultimate middle no. figure, too. I loved it. Oh, you were right. trying to get rid of me. MVP, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> MVP <laughs> NFC Championship game. I mean, how do you how do you beat that, bro? Like that's not bad at all. And 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 like I said, truth be told, if he was able to at least turn one or two of those turnovers into points, they would have been in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So that's still there, bro. It's just Aaron Rodgers is upset and he's throwing his weight around right now because he knows he can. Um, so why not? You know, hell, even if Russell Wilson Wilson was doing the same thing. Now he's quiet. You don't hear nothing from Russell Wilson no more, do you? It is just that's just the way of the players. Now players are more vocal now. They're not going to sit back and just take it anymore. They're going to be very vocal in the offseason now, saying, you know, this is what I want. You guys made me the franchise player. Okay, I'm coming out saying this and this. I don't feel like they should do that stuff publicly, like doing the way they're doing it publicly. I never feel like they should do that. I feel like players should go to owner and management and just discuss it and keep it in their house. But, hey, man, I like this. It, it makes good news. You know what I mean? But if, I, if I'm Green Bay, I'm trading Aaron Rodgers because you don't have really much. You're – First of all, you're over the salary cap. You don't have a defense. You barely have receivers. And you got a you got a mad quarterback, just trade him. You got a backup. You got the future behind him. Uh, you just traded trade you traded up in the draft just to draft a guy. You might as but well G, trade him. But gee, you're still missing a point, brother. What you're saying is a good point. You're valid in your what you're saying. But you're missing a good point. Green Bay was just in the NFC championship a year ago. I do not think now if they let's say for instance, hypothetically. Green Bay would have had an off year, even with Aaron Rodgers still performing well, but they didn't make the playoffs, right? They didn't make the playoffs. Then you would say, okay, you know what? It's a likelihood they could just go ahead and trade Aaron Rodgers because his level of play is still good, but it's obvious we're not as good as we thought. Even with him being MVP, we need to move on and move him on to a contender, let him play somewhere else. But they were just in the NFC Championship game, literally, like just there. They fell but short. That, to- but you're making my point. They were there because of him. He was the almost the sole reason why – they were a great team, but you can't rely on that. You need pieces. You, the, I, I think, what, is he 36, 35, 36, 37? I right. think that you want to, if, if I'm, you want to do right by Aaron Rodgers, trade him to a contender so he can win his ring and just rebuild. Nah, bro. <laughs> you're not, you're not, not they're not going to win the Super Bowl. Bro, next you invested a first round pick in a backup that's sitting on your bench right now. Exactly. exactly. No. That was the same thing that happened to him, bro. Like, that was the same thing, you know. Aaron Rodgers waited about five years before he even became a damn starter, bro. Like, but on, bro. but Brett Favre was playing like garbage. That's there's a difference, right? So no, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, we give that get, let Aaron Rodgers at least had an opportunity to prove that he's still he's garbage and then trade him. Like, no, I, I, you I don't, don't want to wait. That's that's not that's not a. I, I hear what you're saying, but you want to do right by your franchise player. You want to get pieces back and, and assets back. Trade him now. Trade him. Just trade him. Aaron Rodgers ain't going nowhere, bro. Uh, probably you, you not. You imagine what you can get for Aaron Rodgers right now. You getting at least two first round picks. What? Yes, yes right at now. Least two first round he just picks. won it, dude. You just said he just won the MVP. You don't <laughs> want to wait a year time. later when he's he worse. He could have won a damn Super Bowl last year. I'm not giving away his ass no damn two draft picks, two first round picks. Hell no. Why not? Why I'm not, not Why doing not? that. What do you mean, bro? You know what? That, if if I trade away, we didn't even trade draft picks for Tom Brady, bro. Well, trying to Tom Brady to get traded anyway, but still, we didn't even, bro. No, 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 no. You sound no, like a hater no. right now. I'm not that, being a hater, that's, bro. That's, that's, I'm not being a hater. a hater. I'm just being the a man. Real. Just won the MVP. Why would you not give him a first round draft pick? So y'all you really just said he won the MVP. And justify. So, wait a minute. So, so you want to wait a year later until he's worse and a year older? No, you want to trade him no, now while he's I, on top listen, now. I never said that Aaron Rodgers was not worth the first round pick. But two fucking picks? No way. 
No way I'm giving I'm giving up. At least I, hey. I'm not as a general manager. I'm not giving you no two two consecutive first round picks for Aaron Rodgers. No I way. Am. No I way. I'm not I'll doing it. Denver, I'll I'm not doing it. Nope. What you mean? Shoot, as a Rams fan, y'all ain't got no picks. So you should be one of the main ones to be talking about something giving up some picks. The, whether, 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 whether you know it or not, whether you know it or not, the Rams are changing the way deals are done. Just know that. We're changing the way the league is being ran. Just know that. Okay. Because right. we'll be in the Super Bowl next year. I don't know about you guys' teams. Yeah, okay. We'll right. be there next year. All right. Check me. Check me, G. A minute, an hour, and eight seconds. Check me. That's seconds. what it's going to be. That's what it's going to be. Check me. Check me. Because we're going to the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> Rams versus Bengals. Super Bowl. Oh wow, that's yeah, you're way off on that, but okay. I'm I'm probably you're probably right on way off, but the Rams will be there. But the Bengals the are there. Be there. Remember, the Bengals, listen, that's my dark horse contender team. Bengals nah. shot the world next year. They go to the playoffs. Joe Burrow. Baltimore Ravens oh, are gonna nah. be better. Uh-uh. Don't mean they're going to the Super Bowl. They could be better. All we need to do is make the playoffs. We ain't gotta be we ain't gotta have a better record. We could just make the playoffs. Because every game, no matter what your record is in the playoffs, so let, let me rephrase. Let me rephrase my, my my statement. The Baltimore Ravens are going to the Super Bowl. That's it. Not gonna say they're gonna win. They're going to the Super Bowl. This is this is crazy. <laughs> Not this more is crazy, crazy. than saying Ryan Tannehill's a top five quarterback. Hey, I'm a poll that too. He's a top five okay. quarterback. You okay. can't pull like, both you, of them. Like, you can't you can't ignore the fact that he went to the playoffs back to back years. You can't ignore the fact that he has the second not best quarterback, the second best quarterback rating in five. a season in 2019, and well, also you know, to top it off, but you know what? You're, so, it, dog, you're so hypocritical, bro. Because that hypocritical. That that Prescott once almost led the league in quarterback rating, and you gave him shit that year. You know, did he go to the conference championship? Did he go to the conference championship? Did he go to the conference championship? Tannehill was not the sole reason. Come on, man. Did he go to the conference championship? Did he go to the conference championship? And Derrick Henry, bro. Come on, man. Come on, bro. G. Oh, my God. Okay, so Ezekiel Elliott ain't equivalent to Derrick Henry, apparently. No. No. Okay, so that offensive line in Dallas is way better than Tennessee's. They're not that good no more. They're not that good no more. Well, what they were, they were. At one point, they were. Yes, they were. They were. Okay, so where has Dak Prescott took the Dallas Cowboys since he came into the league in 2016? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay. He's made the playoffs. Once he made yeah, he made the playoffs. Once doesn't matter. Once, he's made the playoffs. Ryan Ted Hill's done it twice in two years. Twice in two years, Banks. Twice in two years. And I believe if I'm if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, um, like it, it goes back to this whole game manager conversation. Like Ryan Ted Hill <laughs> makes the throws that he's supposed to make. That Prescott doesn't. And I, I I'm getting so freaking tired. I'm getting so freaking tired of y'all endorsing Dak Prescott when he can't even beat when he can't even beat when he can't even beat 500 teams like all the teams that the Dallas Cowboys beat and you're so hypocritical, baby. I, I agree with that, but about, that doesn't mean we Ryan Tannehill top five. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We just got finished talking about the NFL schedule and Banks brought up the fact that oh they keep on giving the Dallas Cowboys easy opponents. Oh, I wonder why people think that Dak Prescott is a good quarterback. They get all these easy sub-500 teams to play, and they end up 
Nosey Willsey in their way up in the playoffs. But Let me they, tell you how they still can't do it when Dak is in the lineup. So what, what does that tell you? Let me tell you how good Dak Prescott is. Oh my even, god! Even with all those things you point out about my boy, Dak Prescott doesn't land a deal with Jordan Brand, and Ryan Tannehill doesn't. End of discussion. Hey, we don't need Jordan. We do Puma. We end of discussion. Need we do end, Puma. end of discussion. We do my guy Puma. ain't that bad. My guy ain't that bad. Jordan signed him. Anyway. Okay. Well, Jordan ain't have a anyway. hand in it. He probably fired the dude that signed him. No, no, no. Michael Michael Jordan makes all those executives. No, he don't. He don't. He ain't Michael Jordan ain't signing no scrubs. Your love affair with MJ is That was a petty side. That was a petty side. This ain't the LeBron brand, bro. This is a we, petty we, side. We only want winners. Oh like, that's that's what Jordan is saying. That's what Jordan is saying. We only want winners on our brand. We don't want nothing else. Okay, yeah. We don't want well, I guess he got, right. the, he got the wrong guy because why is that? Hey, I, 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 I'm just going to point out the fact that Michael Jordan is a winner. About, no, he's not. Win, he win, plays in, win. He plays win. in Dallas. He plays in Dallas, he's which is a, a very, very profitable, well, the most profitable sports team in, in America. So why, if you see if are. you see Dak Prescott playing for the da- Dallas Cowboys wearing some Jordan some Jordan cleats, Michael Jordan gonna make some money. Yeah, it's all FYI, about money. FYI, as it sits right now, Dak Prescott's record is let's see. It's flawed. I don't want to hear that. What shit. is he doing in the playoffs? I don't care about record. What is flawed, he doing in the playoffs? Wait, wait, it's flawed. It's flawed. No, I don't want to hear that. It's flawed. That Prescott at the Dallas Cowboys have a winning record every year. That Prescott's at quarterback. <sighs> and what is that guy? He money. Didn't you not just hear what I just said? Banks was just on here when the NFL schedule dropped. Talk about how the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> play sub 500 teams that have the easiest schedule. And he's talking about Dak Prescott's record. I don't want to hear shit about Dak Prescott's <laughs> record because of the fact that what you said, because of what you said, it happens every single year. When you have the, a cakewalk to the playoffs and you still can't get into the playoffs, but listen, like but you're, listen. you're on the bubble. You can't even get in. Right. You're right. <laughs> that doesn't make Ryan Tannehill top five. He's top five. top five. In the last two years, Ryan Tannehill has been a top five quarterback. 13 and 3, 16, 9 and 7, 17, 10 and 6, 18, 8 and 8, 19, 2 and 3, 2020 due to injury. So. Case one. I don't have to argue anymore. Case one? What are you talking about? Case one. He's a winner. He's okay. won more games and he's lost. His uh, career right. record, he's, he's not a winner. We're going to have to finish this conversation on a different freaking day. <laughs> Any final thoughts before we close this thing out? Winner, I just want to give a shout out. I just want to give a shout out to uh, my friend's Instagram page, Pure Indulgence Hair, Hair Extensions. Check it out. And I got a homeboy that has a podcast. He talks about anime and anime battles, which is pretty cool. Set the tone every Thursday night at seven, and that's it. Go ahead, Banks. Shout out to Jack Prescott on his contract with Mike the Jordan brand. Gotta love oh him, my God. big 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 deal for Dak Prescott. That's major. I, I got love for Dak. Dak, man, if you see this man, I'm wishing you all the best, man. It's haters out there, baby. It's haters out there, man. It's haters, man. I know. Get his money. Get his money. It's everywhere we go. It's haters everywhere. That we all can't be great. Yeah, you gonna need all the money you can get because you sure ain't making enough in 2021. (laughs) (laughs) You're only getting what five hundred thousand of it. So you, yeah, good, good job. You got. (laughs) We can cut ties with you if you don't play well after the broken foot. 
Yeah, we good. Dak on Dak. We ain't worried about that. Dak gonna make sure the the, the Dallas Cowboys okay. in the playoffs. Unlike the red, what was it? The red rocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. You, you got to get past. You got to get past. You got to get past New York, and you got to get past Washington before you start talking about some playoffs for the Dallas Mr. Cowboys. Mr. Andy Dalton. Mr. Andy Dalton. It wasn't even Andy Dalton's going to come in. It wasn't, it Dalton, wasn't even Andy Dalton's fault. CD Lamb anyway, dropping passes. The offensive line Fumble. came block. Zeke led the league in fumbles. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, and it all goes back to the quarterback. But yeah, man, thank you everybody for coming into the show tonight. I appreciate it, man. Um, be safe out there. It's summertime, which I'm actually kind of nervous and scared about in Miami. It's summertime. My so I chat with y'all. I love y'all. I'm, <laughs> so, I'm gonna out, but thank y'all so much for what I do. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Uh, G Money, I did want to go ahead and shout you out for holding the fort down uh, this past Saturday. Did a hell of a job. Oh, yeah. Big shout out to G. Yeah, man. Thanks. Appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, did a hell of a job. We're looking forward to the NBA NBA videos. Y'all be sure to look out for that. Um, I think outside of that, for real, just go ahead and just support the, support the Not For Debate Twitter page and support the Not For Debate Instagram page. Um, we're going to be back. Saturday evening, 9 p.m. Eastern time. I got a I got a big conversation for this Saturday. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait for Shake because um I've been willing to get, I've been wanting to get this off my chest since last Saturday, but I wasn't able to do it. But uh again, 9 p.m. Eastern time, Saturday evening. This is not for the Bay Podcast. We up out of here, man. Peace. Wow.